welcome to episode seven of Perspective, uh, lucky number seven. Thank you to everyone for tuning in to episode six, where we talked about birthday anxiety, some of the stressors that we've both experienced uh, pursuing careers in the music industry. And thanks to everyone who's tuned in and kept up with the show so far, shared it with their friends. Uh, Logan, do you want to introduce our guest for today? Yes, we are joined by Scott Waldman, um, who's a man of many traits, as far as, our, well, sorry, as, far, as, far as I can tell. Uh, you know, he's an artist manager, an A&R executive at Legend Recordings, and he's actually the host of his own podcast. Um, and also his band just announced a reunion. So I'm sure there's probably a couple of things in there that I'm forgetting. But Scott, um, thank you for joining us on this podcast. Thank you, Logan. Thank you, Molly. Logan question for you before we start what was james bond like as a child because you're related to him so i'm very (laughs) curious as to know like was he like a little bitch or was you can can absolutely curse you can absolutely curse our parents don't listen to this anyway i hope not oh well i'm gonna make sure to tweet (laughs) this link and just well my mom yeah right my mom follows me on twitter so it's (laughs) yeah 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 My mom types in all caps and doesn't use <laughs> punctuation. Sounds about right. Yep, but she's she's my mother. Love her. That's right. We all have to. Yeah. Um, Actually, we don't. <laughs> I'm just going to go true, on that tangent right now for, for a new perspective. I don't think I would love my mother if she was Benito Mussolini. Right, right. I don't think I would love her. I would probably be like, yo, you suck, man. <laughs> I don't want to be related to you. I want to be adopted by the two people on perspective wow. instead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Over Benito right, Mussolini, right, I will right. own. Um, well, Scott, I, I kind of want to go back a little bit. I mean, I know you've done a ton of different stuff in the music industry, and you have also been in bands and done solo stuff, but how did you first find and sort of fall in love with music and decide to pursue it as a career? I love this question. Thank you okay, for asking you're welcome. it. I've been, yeah, you're, you're one for <laughs> one. So basically, I have been singing my whole life, and I started getting involved in theater and performing even before I ever picked up any instrument. And I took to trombone in elementary school. It's funny, I haven't talked about this. <laughs> this decade so i'm happy and i joined chorus and was in more plays and then eighth grade everything changed when i learned the guitar and that was the gateway drug to me actively composing music and being in bands and flash forward to i guess if that was in 1994 approximately 10 years later i moved to la to pursue music so is that yeah, an okay no, answer? that's a great answer. So you've been Thank you. you've been living Thank in you. LA for a while now and something so this is fourteen wow. years almost. So this so yep. I am uh so I'm I'm in New Jersey, you know, like New York suburb and I saw your yeah. <laughs> I know I'm from New I'm from I'm from Right. New York. And so I've been to Jersey quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, my, one of my day jobs, I work at a music video promo company right by Starland Ballroom. Um, if you're familiar with Starland. Ah, historic. Yeah. So this is the question I had for you. And I, I don't know if you necessarily have an answer on it. Um, you know, do you, 
Well, no answer right, is an answer. Right. Uh, you know. So, you know, you moved from New York to L.A. Uh, what What are your thoughts on, you know, either, you know, New York versus L.A. for anyone who... Are you trying to start a no. war, man? Don't no, 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 no. Um. <laughs> no, I, I, guess, I guess my question is, you know, both, both for people who are musicians as well as people who are on, you know, the other side mm-hmm. of you know, the industry that aren't musicians, do you think you have to live in, you know, either one of those cities to have a career in music? No, no, no I had this, I, I spoke at a conference yesterday and someone asked this question too. And you can achieve six. I mean, look how big 21 pilots is. They're from That's Columbus. where Logan's from, by you the way. Can. Oh, dope. Well, I, and I went to school in Michigan. So don't hate me. <laughs> uh, but basically here's the thing. You can achieve success anywhere if you have a quality product, but the potential for it is much greater in cities like New York, LA, and Nashville. That's where the majority of the industry is. But, I mean, Disturbed is a huge band from Chicago. Kanye West is a huge rapper from Chicago. Chance the Rapper's from Chicago. That's three. Alkaline Trio, Chicago. Right, Fall Out Boy. Um, there's Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy, I've heard of them too. Yeah, Fall Out Boy's from Plain White Tees. I mean all these bands sleep on it. Like there's all these bands of large size and small size, but you know, Seattle in the early nineties had Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. It's there's waves of where the quote, I mean, you're from Jersey, like Thursday, Midtown, my chemical romance, you know, there's, you could be anywhere. So it's, it's just a matter of whether you're awesome (laughs) and whether you have something sustainable. Right. And whether you have well, good I think songs. it's a lot different now too because there's so much. I mean, obviously the internet makes that a lot different, you know. So it's so easy to get the attention of people who you know do live in those areas or people who have connections. You don't necessarily have to live there. You don't have to pass, you know, pass out flyers anymore or worry about doing this. You can do that all if you market yourself online correctly. You can just kind of get success. You know, it's not that it's easy per se, but I think it's. It's it's, it's a certain level of it's different, you know. It's you can get you can reach more people if you do it correctly. And it's not easy by any means, yep. but you know, if, no, if you know look at saying. like I Prevail, for example, they haven't been in a band that long, but they have a gold single and they've got you know they have doing a gold this, single. They wow. do, they do. It's their uh, it's the blank space cover that they did. So I Prevail is killing yeah. it. I just wrote about I Prevail recently and pinned. I saw that on that, your Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I mean it's it's definitely I actually just spoke about this on another show, so I'll just kind of rephrase this. Yeah, cool. But basically, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 25. I'll be 26 in two and a half weeks. And Logan, I just turned yeah, 23. Yeah, so yeah, so you guys are young. Yeah, well, so, uh, <laughs> young. You're younger than I'm. 36. Yeah. So you're young to me. Yeah. Please don't correct your guests, guys. <laughs> anyway, well, so, our, our, whole, um, Scott, our whole last episode was about how terrified we are of like getting older. Right. Um, but go on. <laughs> um, which is which is fine. Yeah. But you're still We're young, young for now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, even when you are sixty, if I'm still alive and you're still alive, you're still young. To right. Me. Right. So it's all relative, it's all and about you know, I'm. At, at, there's only one perspective, and that is the perspective. Of no, that's stupid. I was being silly. <laughs> that joke even wrote itself. So anyway, no, you're, you're younger than I. Right. That's fair. Please yes. Do that. You can't. Well, so is my opinion. But anyway, so here's the thing. Um, in my life, I was around when records became cassettes. Yeah. 
cassettes became CDs. I believe in your lives, maybe there was a transition from cassettes to CDs. Or maybe in your lives, there's just pretty much CDs where mm, I don't cassettes know. Cassettes when I was little, it yeah. Was, okay, fine. So cool. So, but it definitely wasn't right. No. And so um, after cassettes became CDs, I mean, obviously they all still exist, just less and less of them. MP3s, pirated and and not pirated. Mm-hmm. And now in 2017, it's streaming. Yeah. And maybe next year it'll be this thing called blah blah blue. We don't <laughs> I'm gonna trademark so that. So there's lots I'm and lots of trademark the shit out of it, just write my name instead of TM, right? S So the thing is, is that thank you. I love you like a milkshake. So the thing is, is that things are changing forever. Now, another thing that happened before you guys are born, the pet rock was popular. Very popular. Sold a lot. And in the past few months, fidget spinners were probably one of the most popular oh, thing on the planet absolutely. to scoffed everywhere yep. immediately. And that's the thing about social media is that trolls are way more visible. So right now the three of us could patent that blah blah blee blah product and some schmohawk in Bergen County would be like, shucks, without even having right. seen it. Right, right. <laughs> or, so, or people will, will like tweet about how much they hate a band and like, yep, this, happens all the this time. record sucks. Yeah, like I have It happens way yeah. too much. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying is that in relation to, you know, it, it being, it's, it, it's easier to be seen but while it's easier to be seen there's way more people who have that ease as right so you kind of have to filter through the noise and when something is quote-unquote cool it becomes uncool at an alarming rate very quickly because all these people are tired of seeing oh my god uh like let well name a new movie right now Mm. name any new movie the emoji movie the emoji movie sure uh it Let's just say for the sake of argument that, that that movie is reviewed well and on all social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which are definitely the three biggest ones, there's all these people posting pictures of emojis, emojis of emojis, or words about it being like, oh, this movie's great, blah, blah, blah. Pretty soon a troll's going to come out and be like, fuck this movie. All these people are morons, <laughs> right. blah, blah, the blah. The worst movie ever. And, that, and yeah. Exactly. And that might dissuade someone. And I can tell you this right now. Uh, Pokemon Go. Um, when's the last time you heard someone talk about that? Yeah, it's been a while. That's it. I was going to say it's been a while, yeah. It's been a long time. Was, Same with fidget spinners. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, I was I was out on Warp Tour all last summer. And, like, that was kind of a thing that everyone did. Like, you know, you, you pack up, like... The show ends, all the fans leave. And then a lot of people would kind of, like, walk around the grounds doing Pokemon Go. But, like... Yep. I since then it's like I haven't I haven't heard much about people doing it. I mean I know people are afraid to vocalize yeah. it because it's quote unquote uncool and that's so lame. Yeah, which and it's just like it's so lame. Yeah. Sorry. No, well, I, I was gonna gonna say so you know when I, like my favorite band of all time is Good Charlotte and nice. when I was yeah so when I was in high school like 2005 I started high school I graduated 2009. You know, I got like made. What you graduate high school in two thousand nine? Yeah, that's ten years after mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so 
I mean, so all through the past. You are young. Yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> wow, that's like the best compliment I've heard. You, you are young. Um. Anyway, so so all through high school, like all I heard was like, "Oh, good Charlotte." Or wait, sick. wait. Sorry, I gotta slow you down. If that's the best compliment you've ever heard, <laughs> you need to hang out with nicer people. <laughs> if someone said the best compliment that they've ever heard about me was that I was thirty six <laughs> or middle thirties, I'd be like, "Wow." Yeah, you need to yeah. relax and use superlatives, homie, because right, that right. sucks. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, but there was, you know, that Good Charlotte and, and Simple Plan and Green Day and like all these bands, people were always saying mm-hmm. like they sold out. And it was like anytime oh, the worst a band time in the world. Right. Anytime yeah. a band came from like any sort of quote unquote. Anytime a band has more than four fans, right, they, they sell out. out. And it's like, okay, well, they're like actually doing what they want to do right now. So what's yep. the what's so bad about that? Can I define selling out to you? Yeah, please, actually. In my definition, this is just my opinion. When you are specifically, specifically modifying, making yourself a chameleon, changing whatever you want to do to appeal to someone. Right. When you basically, for lack of a better term, morph yourself for a capitalist purpose you know obviously at the end of the day like i want to write songs as a songwriter that resonate with people that's a given but if i literally go hmm what are the 14 year olds vibing on now that's selling out so i would agree with that and i would say you know it's people throw around that term you know so loosely and like with such ease nowadays that it's you know it's really hard to like take it seriously when people say that because i think you know there's not I don't know. From my perspective, there's not much to even sell out to anymore. And it's very like tough to, you know, kind of make it as a band. Now, like you said earlier, you know, there's, it's easier to get seen, but at the same time, you know, there's so many people out there doing the exact same thing as you are. And so everyone looks at it. And visibly. Yeah. And visibly. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to the people who are just doing it and will never leave their basement. Even though a lot of people online are never leaving their basement, they're still posting shit. So it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I love wait, wait, good Charlotte question. Yeah. You know, because I am an interviewer and I promise you no one's gonna be on your show interviewing you. And yeah. fuck that. You are people that matter too. <laughs> yeah. So um Chronicles of Life and Death is my favorite Good Charlotte album. Okay. What's yours? Oh, oh. Um mm, I would say the young and I thought this would be a reflex. I knew you were gonna say that. That's my number two. That's that's I'd the, say that's the one that I bought. That was the that was the first one that I bought. The first CD oh. that I bought with my own money. Um, Dope. Yeah. So Dope. there's a lot of nostalgia there. But mine was Crush Test Dummies. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh-uh. Do you, sir? I do not. No. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> you're young. You're young. No, they had a, they had a song called Mm 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 Mm. And Weird Al even parodied it. And the dude was like, Once there was this kid who got into an accident and gone. Anyway, I'm going to not butcher it any further. (laughs) But that was my first CD. Have you guys ever heard of this young artist named Beethoven? I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I'm actually related to him as well. I didn't know if you knew that. I don't trust this man. He's a fucking pathological liar. That is my dad. I'm kidding. A a joke is... Not a lie. Unless you sell it as such as like you were joking and then like, no, it's true. It's like, no, you're lying. Yeah. So anyway, good Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Best, best band of all time. Uh, in getting, your opinion. Uh, right. Thank in you. my opinion. Uh, Beatles wait. are the best band of all time in mine. Okay. What about you? 
Oh, I don't know. You can't put me on the spot like that. That's tough. Technically, well, so, so then I will not do the rest of this interview because hey. technically you're putting me on the spot by that definition. I hate that phrase so much. Do you putting really? Me on the spot. Yeah, because, <laughs> because technically an inquiry is putting someone on the spot. Right. And you as someone who is doing this right now, this radio show, this podcast, you're putting me on the spot this whole time. <laughs> That's fair. And I right, do not right. like it. Well, here's the That's thing. Fair. If all you do no, is No, 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 no. There's no here's the thing. I want to hear him say okay. a band. Okay. A band. band. Yeah. Oh. Or an artist. Yeah, you're like my wife right now. She can't do this either. <laughs> I love it. But she just has issues doing this. Yeah. So what I do when, uh, when I want to hear music in the house, I pick two on the planet and she narrows it down. And that's what I put on. Okay. You know, I'm just going to, I would Put say, spot. I'm going to throw out Taking Back Sunday, I think. Um, okay. A lot That's of it's, a Long Island band. A lot of it's for the same yeah. reason that Molly said. It was one of the first bands that I really got into. Um, and her and I kind of talked about Taking Back Sunday the other day as well. Um, so they would probably be the band I would pick if I had to pick one band. Same era. Same yeah. era. I mean, you guys are a right. similar age. That makes sense. I. Yeah. You know, it's rad. I mean, taste is completely subjective. So yeah, I absolutely. like both of those two bands. Even if you, I, I'd say uh, louder now is their best, in my opinion, than where you mm -hmm. want to be. But in general, I, I mean, I really like Fred era taking back yeah. Sunday. But yeah. the thing is, is that there's no wrong opinion. You might, if you would have said a band that I don't like, I actually wouldn't even say that. I would just champion the ones I do like because that's something I spoke about recently is that like, what good is talking shit? How is that going to help anyone? Yeah. It's pointless. Unless there's a band right now called Molly and the Mollies, right? And, <laughs> and they wrote a song, which was, I mean, you guys are well aware of what's going on in Virginia right now. Yeah. Right. If they wrote right. like a white power song or something like that, I'd be like, fuck Molly and the Mollies. They are right. espousing. And I know it's not you. It's just an example. Right, but right. they are espousing hatred. That's what you could talk shit on. But other people's right. art. Fuck that. Yeah, there's certainly exceptions. You know, that would definitely be an exception there. But I think overall, I do agree with what you're saying, that there's there's really no bad, there's no such thing as like a bad artist necessarily. I mean, obviously it takes a lot of work and they've put a lot of work into that. People like it for a reason, you know? Um, and there's obviously all kinds of different music. So people can pick and choose what they like and not have to feel, you know, guilty about it or feel like, oh, I'm going to get judged for listening to this and someone's going to talk shit to me on Twitter today. And I think that's just like a really, like you said, a really shitty thing to do. I agree. So, Scott, I kind of want to transition into another topic here. So I will talk about whatever you want to talk about. Awesome. So uh, you do a lot of work in management as well as A&R. Had you always been involved in the industry side of things through all your time playing in bands? Or is that like a newer development? It's a combination of both. I was usually the business guy in all the bands I was in. Right, right. So I've been involved from that side, but I guess as a manager to someone else that, because I've been in bands that I've had representation and I've been in bands where right. I was pretty much like manager Scott, but even mm -hmm. the bands where I had representation, I was very hands-on. I mean, not discrediting the managers, but that mm -hmm. was just how it was. And so now in essence, um, I actually just resurrected an act that I used to be in and I'm the manager until I want to find a manager for it. Like I, I, I want to be on the back and be like, yo, you, you do this. I do everything. Let me just create. So, um, I, I, it's both, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it does. So when you, uh, how did you first decide to 
start, you know, kind of like taking on actual clients uh, outside of yourself as a manager? Oh, it was completely accidental. Really? I, yeah, I, it's funny, like you, first of all, shout out to Mike Kubios. Yeah, uh, for setting this up. He's the best. I've had this is my yeah. He's 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 the great. Fucking he's man. He's great. the fucking man. I will go on record and say that. And basically, <laughs> today originally was going to be a weekend that I was going to help around the house. So thank you guys so much for doing this. Oh, <laughs> anytime, time, but I in the future, but, uh, if Kelly's listening, <laughs> she's going to murder me in cold blood. But basically, um, she won't. She's not a murderer. Does that mean we were accomplices to that murder? Uh, okay. no, 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 no. You would be accomplices if you orchestrated or in the same room or planned it. You were actually more, would be impeti, ah, which is not right. even the real plural of impeti. <laughs> so, um, but where was I going? God damn it. Time where was, oh boy. Um, you were talking this, about, this is, oh, Mike Kubios, yeah. but it was yeah. before yes. that. It was, oh, 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 oh. So you, you guys happen to be asking some of the same questions that was, were asked on the last podcast, which was awesome, okay. but no, no, no. But let me tell you, these are questions that no one's asked me before. So I don't know if you like downloaded their brain or like why you're trying to get this audio to work. Like you intercepted something. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's always our fault. We always have Stop to yelling at me. What was your, what, well, you know what? You've only been doing this seven times. So like, yeah, we're, yeah, it's a, it's a learning process for us. Um, and it kind of started sort of like I, I first had this idea that I was going to start a podcast uh, and I was just going to do it. And I texted Logan because Logan and I have been friends uh, and we've been talking about collaborating in some way uh, for a long time. And I texted him first saying, I want you to be on my podcast that doesn't exist yet. Um, and then he was like, and then it, it turned into we were going to be co-hosts. Uh, but it's been good so far. It's It's been a fun adventure. And uh, we both think we're really funny on the internet. Uh, and now we get to like say things out loud that we think are really funny. Uh, maybe other people. Humor is subjective. Do. Right. Humor is very subjective. Um, I think you guys are semi-funny. Okay, that's, that's I, the, I take it as a compliment. Now that's the best compliment I've ever heard in my life. So well, you guys need to set your bo- your your high bar. I'm telling right. you that right now. Like, you know what the best compliment that I've ever heard was? What? What's what? that? I'm just going to make a really bad joke just to make yours like feel good. The best compliment someone said was, hi, you are here. That was the biggest compliment I've ever had my entire life. I wish there's never been a better compliment than that because someone acknowledged my presence and realized that I was in fact there. Right. That's beautiful. That's like a really kidding. moving story. Thank you, bro. I planned that <laughs> shit out for years. <laughs> oh, this is good. This, yeah. is, good. this is great. This um, is good. So I kind of want to touch back on, you know, what you said about um, being like on the more like business side of things and working with clients. Um, so how do you find clients as a manager? Is there something that you tend to seek out to them or do they find you or how does that whole kind of thing I work? I swear with you downloaded now? their brain because they asked that too. And it's a great oh my question. God. No, no, it's fine. No, it's not. <laughs> a, I want you to ask me next a random good Charlotte question. Just so Oh my God, stuff. I have so many. Right, okay. Well, good. Great. I'll switch it uh, up here. <laughs> no, no, no. But by okay. the way, these are like, here's the thing about interviewing people in general, you know, a lot of times the same questions are answered and the artists who get upset by that, it's just like, they, they need to know this stuff to make it newsworthy right. or to make it entertaining. Right, right. I'm not upset. Um, how do I discover when it started? Um, it was 
all kind of people I knew or friends of friends. And now it's branched out to the point where people are contacting me. So, yeah. Okay, so random good Charlotte question. Yeah, um, here we go. What is your favorite hairstyle that either Benji or Joel Madden I mean, have had? That's a superficial okay. question. Like, oh, okay. Um, okay, fine. Let's talk about that. Um, it's definitely not the hairstyles they had for Chronicles of Life and Death where they tried oh, yeah, to no. have like the My Chemical Romance thing. No, um, I would say, I would say um, if Benji's mohawk reached the sky. That's my favorite hairstyle okay. of Good Charlotte. And um, – Joel in the Little Things video, but I honestly do not give a shit. So there's that answer. <laughs> but here's the thing, Molly. No one's ever asked yeah. me that, so thank you. Right, you're welcome. Word. You're welcome. There it is. Um, Whoop! There it is. That's right. <laughs> I, I'll be. Honest, I can ask you a question to put you yeah. on the spot. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you've had seven interviews, right? Is this 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 is yeah. the seventh one, right? Why is yeah, mine is the best seven. one so far? Because you are really funny and you can yeah. kind of roll with things, yeah. and you, I was you've fishing. taken the—I was fishing. Yeah, you—you've <laughs> taken the conversation. Well, here's here's what's cool is you know you've kind of taken the conversation in—I I don't want to say a way we didn't expect, but yeah, like you've kind of brought up. I don't know, some cool things. And you've, you've given me opportunity to, to ask random good Charlotte questions. Good. So, I mean, that, I want to take my next Sunday question now. now. Oh, a Taking Back Sunday question. <laughs> yeah, ask me a Taking Back Sunday question. Um, got, um, am I putting you on the spot, bro? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so Molly and I actually talked about what I'm going to ask you. Not about hair, though, right? No, it won't oh, be about hair. I'll make it about music <laughs> this time. Um, Thank you. Hey, it was a random question. <laughs> yo, 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 the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem, Molly. All right, anyway. <laughs> <let's hear it. laughs> um. How do you, I mean, how do you feel about new again is my question. I like it. I saw them. I I like Fozzie's work on that. I I saw them on the new again tour with Anne Berlin and Envy on the coast. And I actually like new again more than the self-titled record that came out after. I did like that song El Paso. Mm -hmm. Um, But that record as a whole, it just didn't do it for me. I believe. Yeah, I actually think that new again's the most recent album i like the most if i were going to rank them i would say uh louder now where you want to be tell all your friends and then new again and 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 that's this isn't to discredit their new stuff their new stuff has some really great moments right, but right. as a whole as like an album front to back i thought new again was cool and i forget the last was the last song every everything must, everything go, must go that yeah. song is sick it's one of my favorite Second Back Sunday songs by them. It's crazy. So, yeah, so I like New Again. I really did. And I actually bought it where it came with the DVD, too. It's, it's a shame yeah. it didn't work out with Matt, but then that obviously brought the other Matt to leave, and then they resurrected. And it's, I feel like they're right. bigger than ever now. So, Yeah, I think they're doing pretty good. I mean, it, we actually talked about that. I talked about that album on one of our earlier episodes when we talked about underrated albums. Yep. So I brought that one up, and I, I see it besides that yes all right Go name ahead. a few bands right now let me do it that way so like you're putting me on the spot but i'm it's a real dialogue man it's <laughs> so we're talking uh underrated albums um yellow card name an underrated album by yellow card okay, okay well yellow card i would say southern air is underrated and yes. lights and sounds is awesome uh so 
you are also an A and R exec over at Legend Recordings, so damn right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm curious. I mean, what does the like A and R scouting process look like in 2017 for, for you? Yeah, uh, I am always focused on the song. I obviously streams are important, right. um, sales are important, yada yada yada. But at the end of the day, I want to be a fanboy to the artist. Mm-hmm. So if someone has never released a song and I'm into it, I'll try for it. I think that a lot of labels right now, and I'm new at this A&R gig, mm-hmm. so I'm learning, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of labels right now are afraid to take a chance on anything that isn't already a hit. Right. And if it's a hit, right. then they don't need a label. They don't. So yeah. it's kind of a ginormous paradox. So I'm really focusing on artist development. And I hope, I hope it works. It's really new for me. Right. I haven't signed anyone yet. So okay. we'll see. Well, I, I did want to ask. That's Chris and Kristen, by the way, at, at uh, Legend. I, I wanted to ask, what do you think makes a a good song? Like what? Ooh, yeah. that's, a, that's, a new, yeah. that's a good question. Um, I actually answer this question without being asked this. So thank you. This is my favorite question of the entire broadcast. Mazel tov, Molly. Oh, thank so you so much. So despite you leaving me for yeah. another interview over the course of this thing. <laughs> this so, um... <laughs> What's a great song if you can play it at a campfire with minimal instrumentation? If it resonates in that regard, that's my theory on what a good song is. Be it about something really substantive, which I hope it is, or even if it isn't, you know, there's some incredible songs out there that are goofy and they, they make that statement. But if you have an acoustic guitar and you can play it front to back, without any bells and whistles. That's a great song to me. Okay. That's good. Good Thank answer. Thank you, sir. That's a beautiful yeah. answer. I think all my answers are beautiful. They are all this, beautiful. Uh, this conversation <laughs> is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I did. I wanted to ask you something as well. Um, Go for it. So you were on uh, the City Drive, right? And they were on a, you were with Sony um, at yep. one point. So I guess I just kind of curious, like how, you know, did that process work back then? We obviously hear a lot of stories, you know, about being oh, on now, a label Oh, now you're calling me old. No. You, you hey, speak okay. that you're not young, but then you played back then. <laughs> back I see how You guys aren't young, but I'm <laughs> old. Right, right, right. Uh, how did it work back then? I can tell you. Um, I, I moved to LA in 2003, auditioned for a few bands, two of which I combined. One of them had just fallen apart, the City Drive, and was looking for new members. They restructured. Pretty quickly, a lot of things happened. I uh, got representation that was already talking to them before I was a part of it. Eventually booked a show and then eventually booked South by Southwest. Showcased for so many different labels, thanks to our manager, Rodell. And so within a year and three months of moving to LA, I signed a major label deal. It was insane. So that's, that's how it worked for me. And, and this is pre-social media. Right, right. So, I mean, how, I mean, I guess if you look at it now, obviously we talked about social media being a big factor into making everything different now, but do you think like the whole process, you know, to getting on a label and everything, like how much different is that in your eyes now? Wait, I don't understand what you just asked. Sorry. Like, like how different is it to like get onto a major label now than it was compared to then? Oh is my God. Like, um, I think they're signing less, but I still think it's just as difficult. I think the degree of difficulty is the same. It's just there's more noise out there. So it's hard to, like, stand out amongst the noise? Uh, definitely. 
It makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. So I don't, I don't know if you want to drop any names, Scott, but what are some artists that you kind of have your, have your eye on? What, whether they're people that, you know, you work with or not, what are some artists that you have your eye on as, uh, you know, bands that are going to kind of break out soon? Okay. Let me do this. Um, I, I will talk about bands I manage first because yeah. hashtag shameless plug. Yeah. Um, Boomtown Crooks <laughs> and Film Speed. Jessica Coppins, who was formerly a part of the group Mirror Eyes. I have an unknown rapper that I haven't announced yet. So I'd say those bands in general are the ones like that I work with that I hope will do great. And I'd say recently what I've been listening to, I love both of these acts are on side one dummy, Roswell Kid. And Jeff Rosenstock are acts that I really, really am into. I think that um, both of them put out completely incredible albums. Those albums and if you great. Like, great. So yeah. fucking good. And yeah. I imagine I imagine you, Molly, would like Water Parks because of their GC oh, affiliation. I, and that album's perfect. I, I actually, yeah. So I just posted an interview that I did with Water Parks over on my blog. Um, and I am in the middle of transcribing an interview that I did with Roswell kid about a week ago. Um, well, both holy of those fuck. are fantastic. No, yeah. I it's like you knew that. Like he was reading your mind. It's yeah, like you did. I was, but I, I wasn't, but I was, but right. I wasn't. Yeah. So I'd say yeah. those three. And I like, I like the number four. So, okay. uh, let me think of one more, uh, that I really, really like. There's a song by this band called too close to touch called Eileen that I think oh my is God. incredible. So I'd say that. Yeah. yeah. That band is that band is good. Um, I they got are. to watch them a couple of times on Warped Tour. Um, what did you do at Warped last summer? Uh, I worked for PETA too. So doing oh, cool. uh, animal rights outreach. Yeah. Um, nice. And I... Uh, I got to I like I hustled really really hard to do a really good job, uh, so I could like take a ten minute break and like shoot Good Charlotte when they were playing and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, Good Charlotte played um, a few dates last year. That makes sense. I mean, they were, yeah. I mean, they're awesome. Good Charlotte is awesome. They're really good live, and I I love their music. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> we all do cool. here. Well, yeah, I know. All it's, three of us do. All the, yeah. this, this is the only three that matter, if you ask me. <laughs> I am, I'm asking you. Are we the only three people that matter? Yes. Uh, for right now, I guess. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you for um, coming on this show. Um, I know you have to get going in a couple minutes, but uh, I guess my last big question for you, if you were to give one piece of advice to anyone pursuing a career uh, in music, what would your your piece of advice be? Like one one little bit of wisdom. Don't be a dick. It's a good one. I mean, I That's actually just wrote ten ways to be self destructive in music, mm-hmm. and the number one way is to learn as much as possible. I mean, right now we're in the age of information. I mean, you could you could download books, you could download articles, you could buy them. You could listen to podcasts. You could do this and this. So just be humble. Don't be a dick and learn as much as you can. Protect yourself. That's actually pretty good advice, I think, especially with don't be a dick. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. You know, it <laughs> sounds kind of- funny, but at the same time, it is like the biggest thing. You know, I mean, you never know who you're going to run into. And, you know, so you don't want to just treat them like crap. And then, because like, like we said earlier, where does that get you anyway? You know, Nothing. like when you're, 
it gets you're you being nothing. an asshole. It gets you nothing, you know, and so it's no point. You don't want to be known for being a dick. You want to be known for being a good person and for yeah. regardless of what you do in any industry. I mean, this is all of this right, thing. Right. This is nothing to do in music, being a dick. Just be a good person in general. Work hard and try to put out the best product, whatever it is. Cool. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Scott, for uh, coming on and bearing <laughs> bearing with us through some technical difficulties. Um, where can people keep up with you online and uh, follow what you're up to? Um, well, waldmgmt.com has all the links. waldmgmt.com. My Twitter is Lido Beach, which is the band I recently just resurrected. And so that's L-I-D-O-B-E-A-C-H. My Instagram is my name, Scott Lewis Waldman. It used to be Scott Waldman is me, but I thought that I can make it professionalized and shit. So Scott Lewis Waldman, <laughs> S-C-O-T-T-L-O-U-I-S-W-A-L-D-M-A-N. And the two of you, this was a fun interview. I wish you guys the best yeah. of luck. I will, if I see a tweet about it or a Facebook thing about it or an Instagram, I will spread the love as well in some regard. Will, Thank you. Yeah, there will... There will definitely there will be, be tweets. some tweets on the Twitter. Yeah. For for anyone listening, uh, you can follow follow us at perspective underscore pod. You can follow me, Molly, at M Huddleston, and you can follow Logan at A N I A F C. Um, thank you again. Yeah, it is a mouthful. Can you ask me a question um, about Good Charlotte that's not about their hair, and then we'll close this out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the best Good Charlotte music video? Ooh, there we That's go. That's a good question. I mm-hmm. think I'd say hold on because it's sentimental. Yeah. 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 I, I've cried to that video. It's a sad, a sad video. Um, and yeah. it's a really powerful song. So yeah. now let's end on, sure. on a lighter note. Um, <laughs> fart, boobs, pizza, leg. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> I'm about to go eat some pizza right yo, now. Yo, shit out of that shit, yo. I'm very excited. All right, thank you again, Scott. Have a have a good rest of your day. You too. When do you think this will be done and edited? Uh, this is gonna go up tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, we're both Eastern. Um, but we'll like we'll we'll post it then. But we'll probably share it once or twice more throughout the day. I'm just letting you know. Um, tomorrow I am not going to be on any social media, but I will. Okay. I will share it shortly after. So thank. you. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. I post about it throughout the week anyway. Post it it and tag me as much as possible. And if if you're my friend on Facebook and you tag me, I I have to approve tags, but I 100% will approve that. And um, Twitter, you you know what to do. And and, and seriously, I'm I'm honored to be one of your first guests. And uh, you guys seem like nice people. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Bye, Scott.